and welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Mikey, Tim, and the two Chris's. Again, another episode without Tim, but work schedules suck sometimes, and he'll try to make it in for his like usual two words of wisdom. <laughs> we missed him, but is the this is like the only time we get all get on and start recording at the same time. So this week <sighs> we unfortunately <laughs> Wow. Okay. How was that? <laughs> I was Gosh. Okay. <laughs> this week or what was it? Yesterday, Saturday, we lost a legend. We did Sean lose Connery. The original the the best James Bond. The best James Bond, yes. I'm not. I, I, no one can argue that that he was the best. No, well, not what was tailored from him, and everybody else just, you know. That's why they say. That's why Roger Moore made it so hokey. Did you know that? Yeah, because he Cause didn't want to be. He didn't want to try and be Roger Moore. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, Sean Connery, because it's just too, um, yeah, iconic. Very iconic. Yes, well, Sean how Connery. Many, how many movies he did? Like eight, seven, six. I don't know. How many James Bond? I should have looked. Bond up. movies. Let me see. I'm looking at. But it's like I can see him now. He did one in like every year from like '63 to like '67. Three, four. And I think he did a couple more. Five. A few years later. Six. Oh, he did six, and then. He went and that he did six up to nineteen seventy, and then he did Never Say Never Again in nineteen eighty three because he said that he would never ever play James Bond again, and that's why they named it Never Say Never Again. Do you? Did. Okay, I kind of ascribe to that. The Rock was an unofficial James Bond movie. <laughs> why do you think? What? A, why do you uh, think that? Because he was a British <laughs> secret agent in jail. And he basically played the same character, except he wasn't a womanizer. I could see that. I'd have to watch it again, but it's been a while. He was in all. He was, you know, he was in all the Bond movies and in a bunch of movies I've never heard him be in. What's the best Bond movie that was he was in? I mean, Goldfinger was good. Thunderball's good. You Only Live Twice is really good. Um, I think I'd have to go with Gold. Gold, gold member. What about uh, from Russia with Love? That's a good one. I mean, they're all good. Like none of yeah. his. Was, it's it's hard to say. One's not. Any, I don't think one's just smack better than the other. I think one of his most underrated movies was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, as Alan Quartermain. <laughs> he was he was also in The Great Train Robbery in nineteen seventy eight. He played Robin Hood in Robin and Marion. He's in Time Bandits. We cannot, you know, not mention Time Bandits. Uh, you guys never seen Time Bandits? No. Oh my God, you got to see it. It's so good. Uh-huh. Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. Highlander. He was in. He was Highlander. You know, he was in Highlander. Robin Hood. Yeah, he had a bit part in that. The Presidio. Of course, he won an Oscar for The Untouchables. Yeah. A much deserved Oscar for probably any other role other than kind of like John Wayne. They, I think they gave it to him because he. You know, they kind of knew he deserved it. So he deserved it. But that role in the Untouchables, he was really, really good. 
the sad thing is I've never watched the first studio. I need to, and I've o- I've only heard good things. But I've, I've seen it once. I've seen it once back in the you know because it came out in '88, so that's probably when I saw it. Isn't it considered <laughs> one of the best movies of all time, or something like that? Or, it's considered Not, a great movie. It's good, but Family Business is really good. That's got don't they have a? I was thinking the other one. Yeah, I mean, it's got Sean Connery, Dustin Hoffman, and Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick was on a tear back then because he did Family Business, and then he was in that other movie. He was in a movie with uh, Marlon Brando, which essentially Brando played. He was basically Vito Corleone. I mean, it was hysterical. But um, but we're not talking about Matthew Broderick. We're talking about Sean Connery. I think the only movie I've seen from him is really The Rock. It's the one I remember the most. Really? I, never... Yeah, I, I've never seen any of his James Bond ones. Entrapment's good. I think The Avengers sucked. The Avengers was okay. I actually... Nice son. The movie he, he did right before James Bond got started was uh, The Longest Day. Which is like the greatest World War II movie ever. Baron Seven, Private Ryan? Yeah. I think oh, it's better. Don't because forget he was in Hunt for Red October. He, how, do you, how do I always forget about Hunt for Red October? Because Alec Baldwin was Jack Ryan and not... Sure. Because it's November now. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody wake up uh, Green Day when September ended? I didn't, but I mentioned it. I didn't know he was Murder on the Orient Express. I guess he was. The original? Yeah. And did you just kind of forget when he when he started? 1954 was his first credited role. Really? There's yeah. so many good movies. It's kind he was in Darby killing the little people. He was iconic. I mean, just the voice. I mean, he just the way he. I they don't. I'm, they don't have a lot of actors like these guys anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. That 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 super iconic. I mean, he can just slip into any role, and he's great. And I don't know if it's the voice of how he presents himself, but we're kind of you know. I mean, who you get out there? Maybe Keanu Reeves, possibly. Um, Liam Neeson, but Liam Neeson's the same guy in every movie. Yeah, Nick Cage is no. Well, Nick Cage is the same guy in every movie, also. Um, what's the guy? Then uh, what's the guy in the the the? Uh, he was in uh, Three Hundred. Oh. Uh, oh my God! Why can't I remember? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, <laughs> oh my God! I'm my brain farts. Ger- Gerald Butler. Ger- Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. He could go to that direction. Um, I think if if uh, um, what's his name? He don't fight anymore, does he? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> crap. Are we just having like brain farts today? I think Is- so. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't even, I can't even help you because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, Russell Crowe. I think he could go in that direction, too. Has he done fighting and beating people up? Um, I haven't heard him Not do that really, before. but he doesn't do it as often anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Well, I mean, his, his last movie, Russell Crowe's last movie, I think I've seen him or seen a trailer for him in, was the one where he got road rage or something. That's unhinged. Yeah, it's still yeah. at the movies. <laughs> but I, I guess I don't like him enough to run to go see that because it's been out for a while. Um, but I think Russell Crowe could really go in that direction because. But I mean, if you look at, um, at Sean Connery's career i mean he went for a while without anything he retired in like he he did he's gonna retire in 2007 but then he did like one more movie in 2012 just a voice role and then he he didn't do anything else but i mean as far as i don't know how big of a movie these were i mean diamonds are forever was his last bond movie until 83 right yeah he did that in 71 but i don't know how big zardoz or the offense and Murder on, the Expe- on the, Murder on the Orient Express was big. But he just kind of did parts, but I don't know how big of a movie. You know what I mean? Bridge he just kind of made far. movies. Bridge Too Far, that's a good movie. So it's a great train robbery. So he went seven, eight years he, just kind of making just making movies, just kind of staying busy. I mean, he was, he was in it for the art, not really you right. know, the, the fame. Because... He probably could have picked and cho- choose his roles to, you know, just get, you know, awards. But he he did roles to have fun. But I mean, but you know, he started he started making his. I mean, he did Highlander in '86, The Name of the Rose, which is a, a, a I guess is a, it's a good movie. I've never seen it, but I hear a lot of people talk about this as one of their favorite Sean Connery movies. Then he did The Untouchables. I mean. He did Bond for a while, and he kind of did. Yeah, he did a bridge too far. He kind of popped up here and there, but he really didn't take off again until the mid '80s. I mean, and he stayed busy, you know, into the '90s. He did First Night, and he did, you know, The Rock came out in '96. He stayed. Yeah, he was. He The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came out in, in 2003. So, did you know he was offered the role of Gandalf? Yeah. Really? He would have been a good Gandalf. Well, did he just not want to do it because he retired? or He didn't understand the script. <laughs> I don't understand how, why those movies according, are popular either. So, so I, you know, I can understand that. Oh, well. He also Gandalf had the opportunity. He also had the opportunity to appear as the architect in the Matrix trilogy. Yeah, I remember that one. That'd be cool. You should watch Time Bandits. He's in Time Bandits. It's really good. It's a funny movie. I am planning on like buying all the James Bond movies just to watch them for him. They're on iTunes for like thirty dollars. All his James Bond movies. Well, I'd rather own like the actual like hard disk. He was only like uh, eighty bucks for all the Blu-rays on uh, Amazon. I mean, the, how he he was so he was such. An iconic actor and his voice that Daryl Hammond played him in the epically <laughs> Saturday Night Live skits of uh, Jeopardy. Lay tits now. Lay tits now. <laughs> it's not what your mom said last night. <laughs> What's the sound a dog makes? Moo. It's not the sound a dog makes. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it, Trubbeck. And that was his answer to, like, Final Jeopardy. 
Oh, yeah. It was like, write a number. So he made a V, right? They're like, well, we'll accept that because a V is another another way to write the number five. And they pull it down and it says, suck it, Trebek. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, that was back in what? Probably the early 2000s they started doing those. And he was beyond, I mean, he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but he, uh, that was in 2003, but he did it. I mean, was he, he, it's funny how, and it, I mean, even Norm MacDonald was doing Burt Reynolds. And I don't know if, I, I, those are some of the most iconic Saturday Night Live skits are the Jeopardy skits. So, yeah. I, um, uh, honestly, I don't think there's another actor with a more iconic voice. Like, you, there's no actor that you like hear it and just like, oh, okay, that's Morgan Freeman. There's James like Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones. It's James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman, and and uh, and Sean Connery. And then you could probably throw um, coming up the ladder behind them would be uh, Keith Keith Sutherland. Yeah, and the guy who does Optimus Prime probably. I can't. What about uh, Mark Hamill? He does Joker a lot. Well, he's he's retired from Joker. He's not, he, but that's not his voice. Voice. He's like making up a voice. That was Sean Connery's voice. Uh, was. Okay. Yeah, Sean uh, Connery when he did voice just, acting just used his voice. Uh, yeah. Sam Elliott is another one who can pull it off. There's oh, not yeah, many Sam people. Oh, so, but I think of of all of the people now. I mean, who whose voice are you gonna recognize? Uh, other than those people, I I think Kiefer Sutherland's got the most uh, recognizable voice. For a younger generation, per se. I, mean, I know he's in like 50 or 51. Or <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Sean Connery was 90, and, and Morgan Freeman is, is, is up there, and so is James Earl Jones. So, and so my, mom my mom is in her late 60s, and she, she cried a little when the news came out. Well, that Sean Connery had passed? Yeah. Yeah. She loved him. Well, he was, you know, I'm sure he was, I bet you, if, if, if People Magazine was around back then, he'd have been the sexiest man alive how many times? I mean, I'm looking, <laughs> even I'm, like in his 80s, he would have been. He was, I doubt it. He was probably a playgirl or something. I don't think he was, but. I don't, I'm not going to answer that question. I know, Bert, I know <laughs> was, but I can't say that, uh. Sean Connery was in play. I don't know. Let's Google it and see. I'm not going to Google it because I don't want that on my Google search history. It starts to be ads for it. Yeah, because because <laughs> God knows what else you've you've Googled without thinking about it. You're, you know. Oh so, yeah, exactly. All hey, right. just control H. Control H. Nah. One of you guys, when I die, is going to have to delete my search. <laughs> he, well, he was, I think he did it. Uh, uh, he must have done an interview with uh, Playgirl magazine in July of 1975. Oh. The more you know. So that's right. halfway. Right? You can buy a collectible. There you go, Chris. $14.99 on Amazon. $4 delivery charge. It's All in right. good condition, it says. Ordering it now. <laughs> Got to enter my uh, my credit card info. <laughs> That's tw- oh, wow. There's another $25. I'm trying to figure out. Our man, Sean Connery, our man in Morocco. I'm looking at the cover. 
So uh, he just must have done a uh, an article, like an interview or something. So I don't know. I never read those, nor did I read them. For, I never I never looked at them, nor did I read them just for the articles. Sure, I, I didn't. I don't know what Sean Connery. I've been. I was just what Sean Connery thinks of Daryl Hammond's uh, impressions because you. I, I from what what my what I get is like a lot of celebrities don't like their their impressions from SNL uh, comedians or whatnot. They don't. It's kind of like how people don't like them on South Park either. Well, I, I don't know. It's an honor. I mean, Brad Paisley yeah. had, had his his Twitter avatar was his South Park character. Yeah. So, a lot of a lot of actors and actresses know that when like they make it on South Park, they've made it. I know, <laughs> or... I know when when Ghost Hunters. When remember when Billy Mays was coming back? Yeah, <laughs> and they had Ghost Hunters, and they were like peeing their pants and stuff. They were loving it. Because they felt like they had made it because they've been made fun of by. Uh... Well, it's yeah. like when uh, Weird Al makes fun of you as a art, as a you know a musician. You've you've made it. You've made, that's what uh, that was when he asked uh, Kurt Cobain if he could sing a song, you know, from Smells Like Tea Spirit. He says, "Is it about food?" That was the first question he asked him. Was it just about food? He's like, no, it's about how people can't understand the words of your songs. He's like, oh, okay, and they're like, he said, he like told the guys in the band, guys, we've made it. Weird Al's doing our song, so. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm trying to read up on this any... about Daryl Hammond and Bert. Uh... I don't know. I don't see anywhere where it says anything about him. You know, ever saying anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> it just says the it says the Connery character doesn't share much in common with the actor best known for playing the suave, effortlessly cool womanizing pawn. <laughs> Hammond mythologize Hammond mythologize myth mythologizes him not only as a fool but downright abusive to Will Ferrell's Alex Trebek, whose mother he always insults. <laughs> that's just, that's the sound your mother made last night. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Jeff that uh, episode of SNL's Jeopardy, you gotta watch it. There's like three it's, or four different episodes. Yeah, I think there's two with uh, Sean Connery, and you, it's one of those ones you have to watch. Um, anyone have any else? Anything else to say? I don't know how Will Ferrell did it. Like, just break down laughing. But he's just doing this, but I don't know. yeah, because <laughs> I would. I think you can, if you kind of watch, he kind of you know breaks yeah. a little bit, but he's professional. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't break. He's not like uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, his <laughs> character freaking all the time. Yeah, because he was laughing so much. So, um, but no, sad to hear the legend. I mean. I always knew him because me and my dad would watch James Bond movies as a kid, you know, the the older ones. And uh, um, but when he was he was so good as Indiana Jones's father. And I, I really think that's where his I think because like people in my generation, like I said, I watched the old Bond movies because of my dad. But um, 
I think that really helped introduce him to a new, like a new set of, of fans of Sean, you know, because, you know, that was the, what, the third Indiana Jones movie. So yeah. that came out in what, 82 where Indiana Jones did? Um, 89. No, 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 no. The first one, Raiders oh, Lost. The, the first one. Um, I think it was 82. It's 82, 85 and 89, I believe. So like in between Star Wars, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, for him, he, he was, he was great as his dad. I mean, their, their, his comedic timing was really good in that movie. I mean, and they called him junior. And I mean, he's just, I, I can't think of anybody else in that role as Indiana Jones's father, Henry, no. Henry Jones senior. Yeah. That, that was, that role was made for him. He was so good at it. So yeah, he's, he's going to be missed. And there's, I'm just afraid there's not a lot of actors like these people that are we're losing nowadays, you know. I mean, good God, we've never we 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 haven't even replaced John Wayne, and he's been dead for over forty years. So well, there's some things John Wayne says and believes in that we don't want to replace. You know? I don't care about that. I'm talking about his acting. I'm talking about how iconic of an actor he was and the the characters he brought to life. I mean, that'll be a a conversation for another day. But uh, I, I think, you know, you could put Sean Connery in that that category of greatness. You know what I mean? Yeah. With Marlon Brando and, and John Wayne. And he, he, he's in that category as well. So, like I said, I, I think a lot of these actors coming up nowadays, who, who's, who's filling uh, their shoes, you know? So we'll have to figure that one out later, I guess, on a different podcast. Who's filling the shoes of, of greatness? All right. Um, let's move on to Mandalorian. It started back up on Friday. Um, it started back up with a bang. Dude, like, that show was so freaking good. And I've come to accept that it's not going to be just him bounty hunting across the galaxy anymore. He's just going to Mandalorian all over the place, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. But I'm going to I wish it would be, you know, still some bounty hunting stuff. They kind of did in this one. Yeah. But, but what you, you said that to and I, I had heard read somewhere that Timothy Oliphant's in it. So but what, the first thing I thought of was like, he looks like a freaking he looks like some idiot dressing up on Halloween, like looking like Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> the no, first thing like, I saw. Yeah. The man that like. The Mandalorian, the the protagonist, like you could you could tell, like he fills in his armor or whatnot, and then Timothy, <laughs> like, he's got a big old helmet and like a skinny body. And... He's got the body plate on yeah. his sweatshirt, you know. Yeah, he looked like he was going trick or treating, and I'm like, that guy in a Mandalorian. There's something wrong here. Yeah, that doesn't look right. Yeah. And then the more I watched it, he's like, oh my god, that's Boba Fett's helmet. Oh my, I was like, I, at first I was like, who's that? That sounds like somebody I know is like oh, the first reaction. Just his voice. Yeah. 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 And then just how he kind of carried himself. I was like, oh my God, that's Timothy Oliphant. You're, because I love Justified. Justified is one of my favorite shows. He's good in everything he's in. He was good in uh, uh, Deadwood. He was in Deadwood. Yeah. He was in that, the, the, the Die Hard. Which one? The, what was it? Oh, the, the fourth one. Yes. With the hacker? He was the hacker. He was the hacker. He was so good in that. He was such a good bad guy. Um, when he in the crazies? Did you see the crazies? Yeah, he was the sheriff in the crazies. He was the sheriff in the crazies. And, oh, he was in... The, I first saw him in Scream 2. 
He's in the second screen movie. Well, they make fun of Ewoks, so he hates Ewoks. He's like, Ewoks blow. That's what he said. <laughs> He's in Scream 2, so I won't give that away, his role in Scream 2, but he is in the sequel oh. to Scream. He's really good in it. So, how much, I, before I say much more, are we going to be spoiling anything? Are we going to? Yeah, yeah, we're spoiling. We're going to talk about okay. the episode. Okay, I loved, so after he, Mando meets uh, Timothy Oliphant's character, Cobb, or however, whatever his name was. Uh-huh. Um, the crate dragon. I was so excited they brought crate dragons into like Star Wars because it was expanded universe stuff. Okay, but so, I was so happy uh, okay. they brought them. I wrote this down, but right, so like, oh, hold on, that's my grocery list. So, <laughs> so okay, you know when they send they send the sand purse, the, the, the Tuscan Ranger, oh, yeah. out to the cave, and he comes running back, and that thing comes running out and eat him. Yeah. So the face on the Tuscan Raider, I noticed this. It never changes, right? Because they look the same. But yeah. you could just see the look of shock and sadness in their faces. Because when they realized that their buddy had just been eaten by that, <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. And I like had to stop it and rewind it. I'm like, did, did they just show emotion without being able to show emotion? I mean, <laughs> to, to pull that off, <laughs> they're just like, what the hell happened? You know? <laughs> But I love the way they brought in the Tuscan Raiders. And they're showing them that they're not just, you know, Raiders. And Anakin was wrong to kill them all. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the way they that, the way they barter, you know, they barter mm -hmm. with the people and trade. And the way that they showed them uh, walking in single file to hide their, their numbers. Yeah. I mean, all of that was just, what that was just, that's a Star Wars geek's dream episode. It really was, honestly. I, well, that, we'll talk more about that when we get talking about the end of the episode. Um, no, but the whole like final, like how they got the like the townspeople to work together with the yeah with the Tuscan Raiders. I thought that was a good, uh, you know, peacemaking. Well, they kind of need each other, really. Yeah. In, you know, in a way, the Tuscan Raiders need those people, and those people need the Tuscan Raiders. So, um, I feel like today's society could take a note on that. It was, yeah, you say that. Right? It was kind of like a, it, it felt like an old Western. Of course, that's what Mandalorian's always felt like as a Western. We've talked about right. that before. Yeah. Um, but it felt like, you know, the sheriff and the outsider getting the townspeople and the Indians to work together to fight some, you know, <laughs> some third party, you know, mutual enemy. The sheriff is near! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we broke Chris. <laughs> oh, oh man! No, that was and, just. I, I hope the whole season is like this because what an episode! I was like, oh my god, that's so. And there were a few episodes in the first season that they just, you know, they concentrated on the Yoda thing, and I'm like, this is stupid. I don't watch this for the puppet. I want to see. The Mandalorian kick ass. And, you know, that's kind of like what they did. You know, they're focusing more on him, finally, which is what yeah. I want to see. I felt bad. I don't want to say I felt bad, but it's like they kind of just put Baby Yoda on the side burner that episode. <laughs> like, <legitimately. laughs> but I was glad because I watch it. I don't watch it for the Yoda. You know, it, it's aggravating. You go out and you look for Mandalorian. Like, I, I wear movie t shirts like every day of my life, you know. 
But you go buy, you go look for a Mandalorian T-shirt, and is it the Mandalorian? No, it's a damn Yoda. I don't want a Yoda, baby Yoda, on a T-shirt. If a girl wants to wear it, that's fine. Cute and cuddly looking, and no, I want the Mandalorian. I, that's it's called the Mandalorian. It ain't called Baby Yoda. And I've said that before. So, but I, you know, they can send him off to Dagobah for all I care. I, I want to see the Mandalorian. Uh, that's just the way. <laughs> just the just way I the feel baby. about. <laughs> He'll survive. He's got the force. But it was funny when he covered himself up because he knew what was coming. In the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they had the Gamorrean guards fighting. Well, the, the, well, I don't know if they're not Gamorrean guards, but they were. That's what the you know they, the Gamorrean guards were fighting in the in the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, so Howard Stern would send this guy to these Comic Con things, right? And he would interview people because he was basically just making fun of people like us that go to Comic Cons and dress up. And somebody dressed up like a Gamorrean guard, and you can't understand what he's saying. But all you can hear him go, "So who are you?" And he's like, I'm a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> what? I'm a Gamorrean guard. Oh, a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> oh, crap. See what happens. You can't give me all day to think of this. This is what happens when we pod late in the evening. What did you guys... Okay, so the Easter egg at the end. How did, we know who that, how did you know that was Boba Fett, though? Because it's legitimately the guy that plays all the clones in episode two and three. It's the same guy. <laughs> and Boba Fett was a clone given Why to Jango we... Fett because Jango Fett wanted a son. So it was Boba Fett. So how does he escape the... What you call it? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We need to find this out. This is the we'll... second episode he's been in. Because he was in the last time he was on Tatooine. He was uh, tracking Mando. Just how do you know? <laughs> how do how do how do we know though? I mean, I know we know it's Boba Fett, but because that's the actor that played Boba Fett. Is that the only? I mean, one? it could. Like I was talking to Mikey before you got you know joined the the call. It mm-hmm. could be a, a you know a clone that survived the Clone Wars and somehow stopped his ex, accelerated accelerated aging. But if you know all the context clues are there, it's got to be Boba Fett. Right. Oh, I agree. And I mean the way they showed the. Plus, how did the how did they get the the armor? I mean, how did they get the helmet and the breastplate? Maybe the crate dragon killed that uh, sarlacc. I just I don't know how the he got he, out of the sarlacc pit. Maybe he just like I mean I guess does Jawas? Maybe they, maybe they stole it while he like set it down, or maybe he just kind of forgot about it because he didn't want to be the Mandalorian. He didn't want to be like part of that. That he claim traded it to him for something impossible. After I, uh, all, I know probably, is it might be revealed later. But I will say there is some kind of design flaw in that jetpack because <laughs> it happened to Boba Fett. All you gotta do is hit the back of the backpack and it launches him into Jabba's heart. <laughs> I mean, and that's then why. It, and then in this episode, all the all all the Mandalorian had to do was just hit the back of hit the back of the the backpack, and he took off again. So obviously, there's some kind of design flaw with the 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 backpack rocket uh, the rocket pack. That's all I'm saying. Maybe we should look into redesigning that. 
if I was the man. I mean, that does look like an older model, and you know, the Mando has the news. <laughs> he did have Boba Fett's backpack, so. And that was Django Fett's backpack that we saw in episode two. So there you go. So maybe that's why it's got a. It's, it's definitely got a design flaw, though. That's for sure. You just got to hit it the right way, and she takes. <laughs> it just takes off uncontrollably. But I love the episode. I'm excited. I'm kind of bummed. I wish we could be like you know Stranger Things and and everybody else, where we can just binge watch the whole thing because that's all yeah. I've done all day yesterday. Probably. But then again, I do like. It's like the Game of Thrones. We could sit down and talk to our friends about the episode. For this well, that is week. true, too. I, I, I agree with that. But, um, and, I mean, we could hype up next week that we're going to talk about episode two when it comes out. We're going to talk, about, we'll, a little, we're going to talk a little bit about it every, every episode, I would think so. Oh, for sure. Unless, yeah. unless we miss a week for whatever reason. Oh, oh. Is it coming on every Friday? Yeah, every Friday. Yeah, no, I don't have no plans for the rest of the year, honestly. On a Friday. every every Thursday is Star Trek Discovery, <laughs> which is amazing, and every Friday is uh, Mandalorian. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, uh, on this time, but uh, I, I'm really excited because you got Carl Weathers and and uh, Gina Carano. You got their characters coming back, so you, they're going to show the live action Ahsoka Tano. I'm excited about that. Do you even know who Ahsoka Tano is, Chris? Yeah, she's the white chick with the orange stripes. That looks like the dancer in Jabba's slave. Well, different uh, species, but yeah. She's, she played one of the best characters in the Clone Wars series. She's a Jedi. But then she left the Jedi Order, and now she's a gray Jedi. She's a what Jedi? A gray Jedi. What's it's that? a Jedi that's not part of the Order. Oh. Basically because they don't think the Order is right. They're both light and dark. That too, yeah. Uh, kind of like, kind of like uh, Yoda, because Yoda. No. Why not? Yoda's light side. Well, I know, but he kind of hid out in the middle of a swamp. I'd like to know how he got there. He flew. He got dropped off Careful. by uh, Senator Amidala. I know, but why would you want to go there? Because nobody will because, come find you. So the, the the whole thing in the lore is, is it's a dark side planet. So where would be the last place you'd look for the? The Grand Master of the Jedi on the on a dark side planet, and that's why he, he hid out next to that cave because it was a, a well for the dark side. Right. Oh. And where else could you train to be a better Jedi and train yourself in the Force than train, you know, where you're going to be tempted the most? But if you're Luke Skywalker and he yeah. asks what's in that cave, I like and that. Then then Yoda says only what take only what you his, take with you. Wouldn't you take like a supermodel in there with you though? That's the first thing that popped in my mind. His like, power converters. That's what are what's in there. <laughs> Is it from Tossie Station? Yeah. I mean, I would have. I know it was his sister, but he didn't know it was his sister at the time. But I would have immediately put in Princess Leia. What's in there? Only what you take with you. Oh, I see Princess Leia in the slave costume before the slave costume was even popular. <laughs> that's what I would have taken in there, not Darth Vader. Oh, creepy. But that's why I didn't make that. You know. I wasn't in charge of that movie or that episode. <laughs> that section of the movie. Why don't he take in a half-naked girl? Nope. Darth Vader. Okay. So, but no, I'm really looking forward to the rest of uh, season two of the brand. Now I got to, you know, spend another $70 for Disney Plus. So I can watch don't, the rest. Don't waste your money. I got it. 
I'm, I, Mikey's on. Yeah, there. but I got other people. Thank you, thank it. you. I, I have people that use it. Yeah, that's how it is for me. I don't want to cancel it now because there's so many people online. Um, Especially my little cousins and my niece. My see, sister lets my niece watch it. My ex-wife in Florida, who's one of my best friends in the whole wide world still, um, her kids watch it all the time, I guess. so. And I then they're still... But I still think Disney Plus is like the least favorite of all my streaming platforms I have access to. I agree. I'm liking this because I got Disney Prime or not Disney Prime, Amazon Prime. But I've only got it till the 14th. I got to cancel it before the four, before the 14th for the start charging me. But I love that streaming platform. There's so many good things on there. For Disney? No, 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 no. Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Amazon's my favorite. But I got to cancel it because I don't. You know, I'm getting ready to venture out where I can't afford three streaming platforms. So I'll have HBO and, and Disney. So, which is fine. You know, we can't, you can't have all of them. Yeah. I, my brother's got Prime. I can only sign But that's why it, so. we have friends because I don't, I'm not going to pay for Netflix because you, did you guys see that they're hiking their price again? I did see they were hiping their price again. They're raising like a couple dollars and there's two. One dollar like, for standard. But then, like two, three dollars for everyone. What's others. the difference? I didn't know there was standard a standard. Is you don't get like high def streaming, and you get like you can only have like three people streaming at one time. And then the more you pay, you get like HD or 4K resolution. That's you can crappy. Have people streaming. I'm like, I would just pay the basic amount, but shit, I pay. You know, basically, my Amazon turns out to be ten dollars a month. So does uh, Disney. CBS is like five bucks a month, I think. I do I Disney of the year. For... I did Disney of the year because it's only seventy dollars. See, that's my thing. I love all the one once a year uh, payments. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's why I don't want to do do uh, Netflix. It's monthly, and I don't like monthly payments anymore. Yeah, my HBO is monthly, but you know that's fine. But I use that. I use that of all of them. I use HBO all the time. So. Which they just got actually. There's some good stuff coming on HBO. They just started. Oh, Fast and the Furious. They put the first Fast and the Furious movie on there, and they've got all kinds of good stuff on that. On on that, uh, what you call it? That streaming platform. Plus, I love the fact that Turner Classics on there as well. You can watch all those old classic uh, uh, Humphrey Bogart movies. But and I, I'm I'm guessing probably here soon. I'm I'm thinking you might see some uh, some uh, Sean Connery movies come on. Yeah, I was I was just looking where I could watch like James Bond movies, and they're either on there's like a couple on Hulu, but all the rest is like you got to pay for them. None of them are anywhere. <laughs> Did you speaking of 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 platforms? Have you seen the? Uh, um, the petitions going around to return the Charlie Brown cartoons back to network television. Yeah, <laughs> we we were ahead of on th- on that again. Please. I know, right? Nobody wants to sign up for freaking Apple Plus TV, and they're only available for two days. Wow, Apple so. is such a rip. Even though I own an iPhone and an iPad, well, I've got an iPhone, and I love I love iTunes and and. But I, I, I had like they gave that away for like the first year and I, I downloaded it because it was free, but I never watched it. And all the stuff I did want to watch, I had to pay extra for. Huh. So, How about that? 
Um, I that. I canceled it because uh, I think it's like I like I'm, get Quibi. Quibi's better. I'm telling you. Honestly, Quibi was all better the stuff than we've talked TV. about. Quibi. The more I kind of want it. Because there's there's so many good shows we've talked about on Quibi, and it's just like, geez, why don't I actually get that? Name one. The one with the girl with the Dummy. you know sex robot. <laughs> Dummy with the sex doll. That movie is just um, the one with Kevin Hart. Tosh, John, Tra- yeah, John Travolta. Reno Reno PD. Oh. <laughs> it's the one Reno nine one one. Yeah, yeah, Reno nine one one. Why do I say Reno PD? Jesus Christ. Um. But no, there's just a lot of interesting shows I kind of want to watch on Quibi. But what then again, it? there's other ways I could watch it. So, what, was um, it? Was what do you guys that... think? Of, okay, yeah. Go going ahead. back to Mando before we get, move on to our next topic. What do you guys think about a Timothy Oliphant spinoff? Because there, a lot of people are calling for it. You know, no. just a one one season mini series of talking about him. You know, fighting that mining guild. No, I think it would be interesting. Yeah, I'd I, like I, to I see him know. in something, but not that. But yeah, I you, doubt it. I don't know. It'd be, it'd, I think it'd be another Justified, and I really like Justified. So it's just like he's just the guy from Justified, except he's on Tatooine. <laughs> is that all it is? Yes, that's what I want to see. <laughs> all right. I love so, the elephant. Don't get me wrong. That guy's pretty, pretty. He's good in everything he is in. Really? Yeah. I don't think he gets enough. Uh, he don't get enough praise. I mean, people don't talk about him. He's just one of those good, solid actors that you see him and stuff. But he brings it. He brings whatever character he's in. He brings the movie to another level. And maybe we should interview him. Okay. He could, he could up our numbers. We yeah, interview our him. numbers would explode after that. But I, you know, all right. Well, I, we we don't have enough clout for that. Anyways. Hey, you know, he could throw us a bone. We could talk about how great he is and. You know, just like just like we're going to talk about Zach or get Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans. I mean, because we're we going to talk about him in another week or for we, another week if for we this week. Kiss, if we kiss the right person's ass and we can get an interview on our podcast, then you know somebody's going to have to feel sorry for us. I'm just but, saying. You know, Zach Bagans. You guys watched his latest Ghost Adventures episode, which I I'll admit I didn't get to, around to watching it. Also, you I forgot about it. Suck. I kind of forgot about it. I reminded about. you when it was on. I was at work. That's not a. That doesn't matter. You know, if you have the channel, channel, you have the channel, channel, travel channel. App, come on, guys, sound like Joe Biden. If you have the travel, <laughs> channel, you have the travel channel app, and you can watch it on the travel channel app. <laughs> That's how I watch it. <laughs> but yes, okay. So speaking of Ghost Adventures and Zach Bagans, you should listen to our podcast and come on here and, and we'll interview you, Mr. Bagans, sir. Uh he interviewed he uh interviewed. He investigated the Joe Exotic Animal Park, the Joe Exotic Zoo. And he had on everybody that was on the TV show. Uh, he had Eric, and he had Jeff Lowe and his sexy girlfriend or wife or whatever, Lauren, and uh, a couple other people. And they picked up some pretty compelling evidence. 
um, they have this deal where they it it kind of reads like a uh, what's the place to, or what's the Xbox thing you know where you can do the movers that you know what I'm talking about like for Dance Dance uh, oh connect we had yeah the connect so they kind of use a program that the connect does where it reads in stick figure your movements and they were in his house and they picked up a stick movie they were looking for they were trying to get in touch with travis travis maldonado was married to joe exotic and he dumbass emptied a nine millimeter and uh he did not realize there was a bullet in the chamber because he had emptied the the clip out of the gun he put it to his head and shot himself at the zoo so they were trying to get in touch with the spirit of travis maldonado and the the stick figure appeared and he kind of pointed in a direction in this closet and in this closet was a hat that belonged to Travis Maldonado that Joe Exotic had hidden from him because he was mad at him one way or another. So then they took the hat and they put it on a couch where he used to hang out all the time. And they put like a cigarette down and they put a hat and they asked the spirit, Travis, if this is you, can you please show yourself? And the stick figure showed up behind the couch on command hmm. so um it's pretty compelling evidence you know i mean if you believe in that stuff i i, I it's pretty it looked I, I like i said i've always said that zach bagans is the most legit i've seen of all the ghost investigators out there he doesn't just go and look for ghosts he really does his research on the place and why people are there or what they are um they picked up voices in the like in the back area and you know he's asking you know where are you where are you where are you buried and they said here um, they had cadaver dogs pick up a scent in the alligator pit they sent the police out and the police did some digging they didn't find anything but the cadaver dogs came back out and they did another hit and Cadaver dogs are, um, I guess they have a pretty, uh, the cadaver dogs are, uh, pretty reliable. The, they're very reliable. They have a history of reliability. These cadaver dogs do. So it's just going in there and digging it up. But Carol Baskin owns the, the zoo now. Yeah. She wants to, you know, cause she killed her husband. So, um, <laughs> But Carol Baskin owns the zoo now because they had already moved even before this all started. So uh, it was a it was a two hour episode. They caught some very very compelling evidence there regarding Travis Maldonado passage. Um, they believe they they made contact with him. So uh, it's a it's it's one of the it's a really good episode. I was I, I it went fast. I, I've I've never, I've, you know, I usually watch, sometimes they're on for three, four hours because they're Halloween specials. And this two hours, it flew by. That's how good the investigation was and how, uh, how much evidence they, they, they were able to, to bring to light. So there is something there 
and I think uh, Eric, he's seen a, a ghost in his house, and when he stayed there, but I don't know how credible that guy is. Um, Who's Eric? Eric was a worker. He just worked there. Okay. Because I, I have yet to see Tiger King. God, how could you not? It's a whole damn pandemic. Everybody on God's green earth saw 34 million people watched it in like the first. Because time. I feel like I've seen it because of the memes. You've got to see it. Right? That's why I grew my hair out. I want to be like the guy on the jet ski going across the lake with the eye of the tiger playing. <laughs> That's a. Uh... But you've got to see it to appreciate it. But you've got to watch the Tiger. We know what now. We got to do. We got to do a Tiger King episode because you've not watched this episode or this 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 show. You've got to watch it. It's must see. Trainwreck television. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's, is. it's just that train. That's just that wreck that you just can't look away from. You you can't. I I watched it and I was I, I told my brother about it. And I'm like, dude, you've got to see this. I'm telling you, you won't. You won't want to go to bed. You're going to want to watch the next episode. So we watched it. I watched it twice. And it's compelling and insane all at the same time. So uh, so I highly recommend the... I mean, it, you don't have to watch the Tiger King documentary to understand the Ghost, Ghost. Adventures episode. So you can watch the Ghost Adventure episode. It's on demand on the Travel Channel app. There, I said it. Did you so, watch any of it, Mikey? Um, a little bit of it. I did fall asleep watching it. So shame on you. Hey, I wake up early. So do I. That's. I wake up earlier than you. I don't. I don't care. I I drive for a living. I don't get that much sleep. So I, I so I have to take my 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 sleep during the day too, and it just so happened to occur at the same time I was watching Ghost Adventures. But I did watch <laughs> like the like the first like ten minutes and like maybe like the last ten minutes. That's how you watch a NASCAR race, not a Ghost Adventures. <laughs> that's just what I caught. Yeah. Basically, whatever you said is basically what I, I remember. That, I mean, I just I yeah. get the highlights, you know, but because I basically watched like all of the like the interview um, part where they're going through the story and maybe like where where uh, where activity may be, and then I definitely did not watch any of their investigation. Dude, and his then, house though. They went in his house. Did you see yeah. the inside of his house? Yeah, it was a mess. No. It was so gross. Was, I don't know. They just need to bulldoze that whole place. They do. Place needs they just need to drop a bomb on it. <laughs> I mean, I can get a flamethrower. We can take care of it. <laughs> or Elon Musk. <laughs> help us out. But uh good episode. Highly recommend Zach Bagans. You're doing a stand-up, bang-up job on your show. Always producing good evidence for people that believe in ghosts. Or even if you don't believe in ghosts, he can convince you to believe in ghosts. So, shout out Zach Bagans, Ghost Adventures, Aaron Goodwin, Billy Tolly. Um, come on our show. Come on our show. We will. <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, 
because you know. Yeah. Okay, I'll kiss his ass. Time he's the greatest guy in the whole world. Okay. We'll just give him on a show. I'm telling you, one of these guys are going to feel sorry for us and say, yeah, we're going to come on your show. <laughs> so we just got to find the right one. All right. Any, we, anybody we, have anything else to talk about? Well, on that, if we find somebody from Indiana, maybe they could do that, which is Brendan Fraser is from Indianapolis, I believe. So he, there we go. He doesn't deserve half the, sh- half the crap he gets. He, he was a great actor back in the day. What what happened? There's like a whole story behind why he's um not did he get like like he got a creeper like a sexually assaulted or something? No, I if I remember right, he kind of I don't want to say got bullied, but like I don't know. We'll have to look into it a little bit and talk about it another time because it's we'll it's to, a legit like full on story. We'll have to get him on here and ask him. I don't know if you want to talk about that. He probably wouldn't, but we have a small enough audience that he could tell us and nobody would listen anyway. So, I mean, but oh, shh, thank you. I'm here all week, guys. Thank you for the laughter. Um, I need a crickets button. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> but all no, right. I know. I think there is a legit reason why he's not. Uh, what the hell? Um, why he's not. Oh, I remember because uh, so the third mummy movie he did since he did a lot of his own stunts, he hurt himself. And uh, if I remember right, he got like addicted to like the painkillers. And basically the movie studio wouldn't pay, pay out his like insurance. And there was like a whole deal with like the, he just got really hurt and like got addicted to like painkillers. Yeah. There's another part of the story. There's another part of the story, but I remember that was like one of the things. It's like that whole shady, um, uh, Corey Feldman kind of backstory, I think, has got part of it too. Terry Crews has got stories like that too. So, yeah, um, there's the legit dark secrets of Hollywood that, and he might have been blackballed because of it. Because he talked or spoke out against because it. Because he's speaking out against it. Yes. So, because that happened to Mira Sorvino, very same reason. She got blackballed. Which she's an Oscar-winning actress, I believe, isn't she? Yes. Mira Sorvino. So I don't remember. I think she was. I think she won one for uh, Mona Lisa's Smile. I believe, but I believe she was blackballed, and I think it's all in the same thing as what uh, um, Brendan Fraser is going through. So. Or has gone through. He's in that movie, that TV show that's on HBO, though. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Nobody knows no. what I'm talking about? Oh, she won an Oscar for Mighty Aphrodite. And Brendan Fraser is in the TV show. Um, Brendan. I can't even spell his name. Brendan Fraser. He was born in Indianapolis. See, I told you. Doom Patrol. He is in Doom Patrol on HBO. Oh. He plays the robot guy. Robot man. See? <laughs> it's the same robot man. You're close. You're uh, close. I said robot guy, robot yeah. man. So, um, yeah, he's in that. So, at least he's getting some, uh, getting some work out there. And that's not a bad show. I've seen about three or four episodes. It's just hard to watch. 
every episode of everything that you want to watch. I know, right? But, All right. Uh, Does anybody have anything else to talk about tonight? Or um, no. I'm pretty much tapped. We got nothing. Nope. Yeah, most mostly just a Sean Connery and the Mando stuff. Yep. Dodgers won the World Series. We know that. Yeah. We don't care. Um, All right. Mikey, uh, you, got, you got a shower thoughts? Oh, yeah. Give me a second. Give me a second. Wait. Hold on. Do, give me a second. Do, 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 do. Can I say real quick how much I hate uh, changing time with uh, daylight savings? I didn't even realize until like I had to go change a clock. Because it's like 20 to... Well, now it's 20 to 10, but it's really 20 to 11. So I should be asleep now, but I can't because it's not time to go to bed yet. I mean, Indiana didn't have daylight savings time for a while. Forever. And I remember when I first moved to Florida, we had daylight savings, and I freaking hated it then. And I hate it just as much now. What's the point? Cows don't care what time it is. Roosters don't. Nobody cares. Just leave the time where it's same. I care. Why? Like the extra hour of daylight in the winter, in the summertime? Or yeah. what? You like that sunshine in an hour longer while you're playing video games? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would rather that extra hour of sunshine go away while I'm watching my Big Bang Theory reruns. So. Okay. It's the last Halloween one I have. I know it was just yesterday. Or it would be Saturday if you listen to this Monday. Since it's the Halloween season, I'll give you a treat. Put your hand to your chest. Feel your heart beat. That's your ghost chipping away at itself. What? At itself. It's a prison. <laughs> What? <laughs> I totally did not understand that whatsoever. Wow, Chris. Come on. Listen now. to your heartbeat. What? I didn't get that. What what is it? Feel your heartbeat. That's the that's the ghost. That's your ghost chipping away at its cell. It's oh, I got cell. you now. I didn't I got it. I understand now. I got another hey, one. I got he's... I got another one. It's a it's a small one. It's probably better than that one. I was pushing it on that one. That was All right, let's, weird. let's let's try another one. See All if right. it works. Let's let's edit it out the first one. No, we're no, not gonna edit no it edit. out. No <laughs> edit. <laughs> like I'm not gonna edit out Liam. Okay. Yeah, lasagna is just spaghetti flavored cake. I'll take that one all day long. Okay, that's very true. He's. He's old, so it takes him a little bit. It's harder <laughs> joke. Shut up. <laughs> um, if anybody, if you guys want to join in the conversation, you know, leave a comment on the YouTube video. You can, you know, leave a comment on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, email us. I guess email um, us. Yes, we have an email address. It is. I don't was, remember. I think it's Hoosier uh, Pod. Hoosier. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's on my, I got it on my Gmail. Account. It is a Gmail account. I know. Yeah. Who's your nerds at gmail dot com? There you go. So, you want to email us for some reason, but honestly, it's probably easier to get a hold of us on Twitter or Facebook. Yes. 
Uh, or a YouTube comment. I do check them. No one comments. I will not turn them away, though. <laughs> don't send us cat pictures. We don't, what? don't care about that. We don't want dog photos either. No, no, no dog photos. No animal photos of any kind. Um, but uh, if you have any, you know, want us to talk, any comments or uh, suggestions maybe we could talk about, you know. Also, we'll- don't forget to rate us and review on any like, of the podcast forms. Share. Yes, um, Spotify, yep. iTunes. Uh, dislike it if you want to. There is that one person that yeah, still dislikes yeah, everything. Yes, we, we have the, you know the thumbs down guy. So, um, so thumbs so, down guy, go ahead and you can rate us on the other platforms as well. I know you rated us. I know they rated us on iTunes. I think thumbs down guy rated us on a one on iTunes so as well. So, oh well. <laughs> Um, he won't be. They won't be getting a T-shirt when we get them out. I'm just. They saying, won't man. be getting, yeah. you know, a Christmas gift either. No Christmas gift, no T-shirt, and no shout out from Timothy Elephant, Zach Bagans, or Brendan Fraser when we interview them on our podcast. Shit, let's just go for Donald Trump. No, that's too. That's no. No, that's too political. Not, my bad. That's too political, and he. But you know, he barely did an interview when they talked about the uh, USFL on the ESPN Thirty for Thirty. So. <laughs> um. So you'll never be one. I, I gotta try it because I suck at it. Yeah, yeah you it, do it, Chris, because you made fun of me last week. You piece of shit. So. <laughs> you'll never <laughs> be wondering who's your nerds are with the Who's Your Nerds podcast. I I suck at it. Good. <laughs> that was worse than me, and I didn't yeah. think that was possible. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. Oh my God. Are you- <laughs> 